evening, and welcome to Wanderings and Wool Gathering, episode 155. That's right, 155. And on tonight's episode, we actually have quite a bit to cover. We have a challenge issued by Metalhead Monday, where we talk about some awesome front ladies, so to speak. We're going to review the latest album by Grace Potter, called Mother Road. And uh, also the latest by Filter. I think both of us were pretty excited about that when we heard it was coming out. It's called The Algorithm. Um, for me, Grace Potter was not anywhere near my radar. It was on Monday, so we will thank him for that one. And if you like what you've seen here tonight, make sure that you subscribe, leave a comment, and feel free to share with your friends. Tonight's episode is brought to you by 4411 Creative Agency. The good folks at 4411 provide custom marketing and flawless execution. Creative is their middle name. Head over to 4411creative.com to find out more. And joining me tonight is Metalhead Money. Step inside into his mind. It's boy band time. It's Metalhead Monday. I'm here. I'm here. As if on cue. There he is. So, will we thank me for Grace Potter? We'll find out. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> to have good conversation about a record doesn't mean we have to like it. <laughs> but we might. Hopefully we do, because it's a lot of work if you don't like it. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I was... Uh, I was 50-50 on these records tonight. Okay. I'll just leave it at that. All right. For now. All right. Well, uh, Metalhead and I went and saw a little show last week, and um, pretty entertaining, wouldn't you say? Uh, it was. It would have been more entertaining if we got there before it started, but, you know, <laughs> stuff happens. Parking in downtown Indianapolis is super fun. <laughs> this has got to be one of the worst venues for parking. Oh, There's the probably venue. parking for about a quarter of the place. And then yes. everybody else has to fan out and go to the zoo or oh wherever. God. The, yeah. So, yeah, we had to park in the Indianapolis Zoo parking lot and walk across the river to the venue. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it wasn't that bad. But like I said, we did not get there before Amana Mart started. So, but I think we were only a few songs in. So. Mm -hmm. That's all right. We saw quite a bit of them. They were playing uh, Shield Wall as we were walking in, so that was pretty cool. They were great. They were. I, I'm awesome. not a huge Amon guy, but I was in oh. it once they started going, and they looked like they were having a ball. Let me tell you, my wife does not love that kind of metal singing because Johan is, I mean growly all the time like right. sometimes he speaks in like a deep voice but he's mostly just growling at you but she really enjoys the viking stuff and she likes them and she was super super impressed so yeah it was a great stage presence for an opening band you usually don't get that yeah. they had guys come on stage and fight um they had giant blow-ups that mm -hmm. changed out which was cool that uh, drum riser of... man that drum yep. riser is the best it was very cool uh, and the, your capture of your photo with the eyes was fantastic. Yeah, so. pretty great. Yeah. And there was lots of audience participation. And you definitely don't get yes. that with openers a lot of the time. Yeah. So their song, uh, Put Your Back Into The Oar, that's the that's the mm -hmm. cue for the crowd to everybody, you know, in their seats or gets down on the ground and they row the, they 
mm-hmm. row the Viking ship <laughs> across the ocean. So. You better believe we were rowing. Super fun. <laughs> it was good. And then, of course, the uh, headliner was Ghost. Yep. And uh, it's our second time together, actually, seeing Ghost. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time was better. Um, Only because of the audio quality. I agree with that. Never cut out when we saw them at the Murat. There were some issues here, I think, with the bass on a few of the numbers. I feel like they were... I I mean, this. I don't feel like I'm like the old guy saying this, but I feel like they were just a tad too loud. Mm-hmm. Like I or the either they were too loud or something in the mix was too loud or I, I don't know. It, it was weird. There was a was rumble like, that not from Cerise, but there was a rumble that was like overtaking some of the other instruments. And sometimes it was even hard to yeah. hear him singing. But um, the songs that hit right hit really well. Yes. So. Yeah. But overall, I enjoyed it a lot. It was good. Yeah, it was great. They, I mean, they always put on a good show. They had the doing the shtick through the whole thing where they had one of the guitar players that, you know, uh, Papa kept, you know, acting like he was in the wrong place and he kept, you know, pointing him to get back in his mm-hmm. spot and all this stuff. So that was kind of fun to follow through the whole show. <laughs> and, you know, they're just such quality musicians and uh tobias is i mean he's a showman like 100 percent. like yep so yeah I, I i will i'm sure next time they come around we'll probably go see him again so <laughs> i would assume so it's just one of those shows yeah um and then before we jump in we were just talking briefly before the show but our old friends holy wars mm-hmm. have a new video out and yeah. holy moly what is a, good what a banger uh, the song is called dsx machina uh cat leon nicholas perez the duo that make up holy wars uh we've had them they were on the show together way back in the day uh i think we got to them through beauty and chaos right we did yeah she had sung on uh, a song with michael cat was on one of those songs so but man they're a great band uh, and man this song just goes hard in the paint it is heavy it is so cool. She's a great vocalist. The video is awesome. Just great all around. Yeah, she's one of those uh, people who just has a beautiful voice when she wants to, but she can she can be mean and nasty. And in oh, here, man. she's like rapping. And you usually think when you've got a singer like that who raps, it's like, oh, it's going to be cringeworthy. But she was fantastic. She was belting it out. And the video quality uh, for an up-and-coming band was outstanding. It's yeah. a really cool video. So y'all should check that out. Deus Ex Machina by Holy Wars. You can just look it up and you'll see the official video. Yeah. She it only raps awesome. in like that one part. The rest of it, she's kind of singing and screaming. There, yeah, there's stuff, two so. two small verse parts that, yeah. that she does. So, um, But Great yeah, it, heavy metal meets rap meets cool. <laughs> so. Fun times. All right. That brings us to uh, the challenge. I wish we had Paul here to say challenge accepted. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Mundy, it was your challenge. Explain. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, when we decided we were going to talk about the new Grace Potter, um, I love her voice and she's got, you know, kind of a good rock voice. And it just got me thinking about uh, just badass female rock and metal front women just or not even that that's what i was thinking of but i didn't put those parameters on it but okay people are hitting me hard right now so the first 
first message I just got said, you've got a face for radio. God bless you, Steve Meadows. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Meadows? He went to uh, Ghost with us the first time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, our good friend, Mr. Hilton, says, I think we should do this. I think this would be a fantastic Ooh. challenge, but not, Mr. Hilton, until we finish the whole thing with you alongside. <laughs> what is the best Danger Street album you can put together? Danger Street is a comic book series that we are reading monthly for our comic book club. And I think that's a great idea, but you also have to participate, Mr. Hilton, and be on the show making a guest appearance. Deal? <laughs> we could probably swing that. <laughs> I think that'd be a blast. It'd probably be better yeah. than the story. <laughs> Do we have to come up with 12 songs for the 12 issues? Mm, no, probably. How many of the characters are there? Well, Let's count 12. the characters. There's 12 because it was 12 oh, issues. Right. Each uh, each one is a different right. character. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll figure it out. We've got a few months to figure out exactly how this challenge is going to go. We'll definitely do a Danger Street challenge. <laughs> All right. So uh, so anyway, we, the challenge <laughs> was uh, just badass front women. And I, I, I wanted more someone in a band, not a solo performer, just because I think... Obviously, if you're a solo performer, you have a band backing you. But I, I wanted someone who was more part of a like a unit. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's that's why I said no solo acts. All right, my first is <laughs> not really metal by any means, but she is commanding, and and then the little desk series they did, she was fantastic. But Dolores O'Riordan. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, you got to go there. She yeah, uh, yeah. is a very commanding person. Cool. And she's like a lot of times when singers with accents sing, they lose it. Hers mm -hmm. is front and center. And I think it, it sounds so beautiful that way. Yep. So Cranberries, Dolores, that's my number one. I'm a huge fan of hers. I love the Cranberries when they came out and they're, you know, all of their stuff is great. I would suggest if you have not heard it, uh, her solo albums, fantastic. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, so my first one, uh, I don't think this would be a shocker for anyone that knows me really, uh, but I'm going to go with Tatiana Schmeluck from Ginger. Ginger. I knew it was going to come out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's the best introduction to her by far is that Pisces video the live in the studio version of Pisces where she's singing real pretty and all of that. And then she just, just the guttural. So good. She's just amazing. And she can slip in and out of that effortlessly And her stage presence. You know, if you watch live clips, she, she is just the epitome of badass for a woman. All right. She might be able to take Dolores on a fight. You know, <laughs> God rest her Say it wouldn't be hard now. but yeah. All right. My number two is a... I'm canceling you. You heard it here first. Metalhead's canceled. Um, but I'm bringing him back. He's, he's back. Sweeps Week's coming, so we need to have our heavy hitter here. Uh, <laughs> our second <laughs> one is a new one on the scene for us. But I put Mariana on there. Because I love oh, what yeah. she's doing with Project Renegade. She's yeah. tearing it up. And the thing I love about it is she was good um, 
on the first record that we did and mm -hmm. when we had him on, but she's improved. Like she was even better on this yeah. record and kind of expanding her repertoire. So I'm going to go with Mariana Floru. I would agree with that hundred percent. Everything you said, she's a badass. She's super cool. Very nice person. And yeah, she's just keeps improving and getting better and more versatile and yeah. Total powerhouse. Mm -hmm. All righty. Mm -hmm. My number two, uh, one who's also kind of newish, uh, has really kind of hit the scene the last few years, is Mariah Formica from Plush. And mm. I found her, actually, I was, I followed a drummer, I think her name is Brooke C on YouTube. And I saw Mariah perform with her, they did a cover of Barracuda and Mariah was singing and playing guitar. She was like, I mean, both of the Wilson sisters in one person, she, badass on guitar. I mean, right up there with Ann Wilson. She is an amazing singer and they're putting out some really quality music. They're starting to, starting to hit it big. They've put out, uh, I think one full length and they have a new single out that just came out not too long ago and they're opening for some big bands. I know they just, uh, they did some shows with like seven dust and they've played with some other bands. So they're, when did they start? Who? Um, I think their first album came out maybe 2021. So, and I started watching okay. her videos in like 2019 or 20. Plush. She okay. was actually, she was on The Voice in 2018, I think. Wait a minute. Somebody from The Voice actually is making it? Yeah. She's amazing. <laughs> All right. That's cool. I'll have to check that out. All right. My number three, again, not <clears throat> banging, so to speak. But uh, I had to go with Annie Lennox from oh, yeah. Rhythmics because she's just, I don't know that there's a singer who can do more in better way. Like she's just so well-rounded, can pretty much hit about everything. And mm -hmm. um, she's been with Bowie, which was super cool. Um, she's just like the epitome of a cool singer, I think. Well, if Sean's still watching, you definitely made his night because that's his favorite. So... Um, but yeah, I agree. She's, she's amazing in every way, shape and form. He Very is not, cool. he's not commenting. I'm a little bit disappointed. <laughs> so right. now I would have said that Ann Wilson was going to be your number one, but it sounds like it's not based on your last mm -hmm. choice. No, I, no, I was trying to go with, uh, just not her. I mean, she's like <laughs> top of the top. So I just wanted to throw some other names out there. <laughs> um, I did see her live recently and the woman is 73 mm -hmm. and she still kicks ass. So. <laughs> anyway, I thought that would have got her brownie points. Yeah. Being, being old and good. Yeah. My uh, speaking of old and good, uh, <laughs> probably won't appreciate that, but uh, Debbie Harry from Blondie. Mm hmm. They're just such a great band. And I mean, a versatile band. They play all kinds of different stuff. Uh, Debbie Harry back in the day. I mean, hot as hell. Great singer. Just 
you know, commands your attention. And she went on to do a lot of great solo work and be an actress. And she's kind of, yeah, kind of the benchmark, I think, for a lot of uh, female performers that came after her. Yeah. Do you have honorable mentions? I thought you might. Um, I mean, Joan <laughs> Jett, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, nice. Well, it's okay to love Debbie Harry even for 83-year-olds. Uh, yeah, he Cookie loved Rapture. Oh, <laughs> he yeah. loved he loved the rhyme in Rapture, I'm sure. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean there's so many. Joan Jett, uh what's her name? Um I'm blanking was, on her first name is Alicia. Alicia White Gloves from Arch Enemy. Um, garbage comes yes to oh and, yeah we um, saw garbage this mm -hmm. summer my wife and i saw garbage this summer and yeah shirley does she, manson does she still amazing. have it oh hell yeah she was great so good they were awesome yeah shirley manson's she's she's a powerhouse all right well that was cool so next show we're gonna do guys who leave no i'm just kidding <laughs> Next show is Danger Street. <laughs> no, we'll figure that out. I'm kind of excited about that now because that really will be a challenge. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sean posted that and then bailed. I think so. What a punk. Came All in, right. disrupted the show, and jetted. He did. And my good friend tell me I have a face for radio. <laughs> painful, Meadows. Painful. Anyway, all right, so we have two records we're going to talk about tonight. We're probably not going to hit every single song because we are yeah. doing two full records, but we'll hit a lot. Um, we'll knock these things out. The first one that we're going to tackle is Grace Potter and her album called Mother Road. Mm -hmm. And it's just fun. So I didn't know what to expect. You, you came up with this. You're aware of okay. this person and her previous band. I was not. Yep. I'd never heard her before. And as I'm listening to the first song, I'm imagining listening in a venue and Patrick Swayze is bouncing at the door. Um, <laughs> yeah. Kind of brings that sure. vibe about. And, um, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to go any further. You go ahead and talk about it first before we jump in. So you, I don't want to give away my opinion. So, yeah, I mean, Grace Potter and the Nocturnals, um, you know, it's one of those bands that I kind of I think I may have heard a song on the radio or something. And then I got like an album or two of hers of theirs from the library back in the day, you know, and got the CD and ripped that into the computer and whatever. Um, but I really haven't followed along with her career since. Uh, I, I don't know if they broke up or she just left the Nocturnals or whatever, but I think with the Nocturnals, their last album was 2012. So that's probably the last thing I've heard from her, but I like them. I like them a lot. Um, and so I was, I, this just kind of popped up and I was like, Oh, I'll check in with that and Hey, we'll do it on the show. So, but I really love her voice. Um, mm -hmm. She is a good rock singer. 
-hmm. and super solid. She's got kind of that crispy edge that I love, you know? Um, and yeah, I, I thought this album was pretty fun. Um, a lot of great lyrics through the whole thing. Uh, she, uh, some of the songs, man, she didn't hold anything back. She's dropping f bombs, talking about some private parts and all kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> she just kind of put it all out there, and I really enjoyed this album. And I like, you know, I told, I think I told you, even if you don't like it, well, it's not very long. So this is like forty minutes, I think, for ten songs. Yeah. So, not bad. Okay, I would say, um, so if I if we look at this the typical way we do with album opener, album mm -hmm. closer, yep. I think absolutely nailed it. Like these mm -hmm. two are perfect because Mother Road, I think, really does set the tone for the record. It is just a brilliant vocal performance. I love the guitar tone here. There's some nice. Like mm -hmm. the guitar solos don't go crazy, but they're definitely there and they're they're present. Yep. Um, so it took me a minute to kind of get into the feel of it, and then I realized, okay, this isn't a standard rock album. We got a little bit of a kind of a country twang here and there, and a honky tonk kind of thing going on sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I love that as the opener, but the closer was brilliant masterpiece. Yes. Um. So I kind of feel like this whole album is is really tied together which i think is kind of cool thematically there's ghosts mentioned throughout right yep. and mm -hmm. so especially in um the song all my ghosts which it, at first i'm like what the hell is she talking about and like ah okay her ghosts are her old times you know drugs and all that kind yep. of stuff hanging around mm -hmm. and and that was cool and then rose colored rear view another tie to ghosts um mm -hmm. which was really cool and then at the end she's this is her masterpiece um, that who she is, who she's becoming growing up. Um, she's not who she was. And it's kind of, there's some funny lines in masterpiece, like you were talking about, mm -hmm. but um, it has cool piano opening. And I really felt like there was a little Fiona Apple feel to okay. masterpiece, kind of a quirkiness at times, which is cool. I love her cadence as she sings this one. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I really liked this album open close. And then what happened in between, I felt like really connected the tissue um, of the whole record. So, I, Yeah, I agree with that assessment. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the second song really, I mean, I, I enjoyed the opener um, mother wrote, but the, and I thought it was really cool at the end of that where they kind of did, it's almost like a sing songy thing. It reminded mm -hmm. me of kids like uh, doing like double Dutch or something mm -hmm. almost, but um, that was pretty cool. And then that slid into ready, set, go, which I thought was a really cool uh, song. I, I like that much more than the opener. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that one, she really cuts loose on the vocals um, throughout this album. Uh, I, I really like the organ work mm -hmm. in this because it never really overpowers anything. It just works really well with what's going on in the songs. Um, and in ready, set, go, uh, the drums were great. There's some cool slide guitar. Mm -hmm. um, Little Hitchhiker, I thought was it caught my ear at first. I'm like, man, this really sounds like something else. 
I couldn't put my finger on it and I finally got it. If you listen to Little Hitchhiker and then put on Cowboy Take Me Away by the Chicks, mm-hmm. very similar. Hmm. Very similar melody. Uh, which is, I mean, you know, it, it's it's close, but it's not exactly the same. So whatever. But I liked Little Hitchhiker. Um, I thought the end of that song, the vo- or the not the vocals, the lyrics took a really dark turn they sure did i was like whoa okay (laughs) there are dangers afoot on the mother road yeah yeah so i was like damn that was pretty cool but and i think my favorite song on the record was lady vagabond um old west showdown feel yes uh, yes it sounds like it's from uh Mm -hmm. a cool old western uh, um and it, it kind of has a little bit of a gallop to it as you're going through the song the percussion is really cool it gives a lot of that you know western score flair um the lyrics are cool uh and what i really really loved on this song is if you pay attention to the horns Mm -hmm. because there's one verse where she's kind of talking about some she says something kind of alluding to Mexico or something and the horns kind of have like a little bit of the Mexican feel. Yeah. And then in the next verse, she starts talking about Las Vegas and the horns get really kind of big and showy, Mm -hmm. like, like a Vegas stage show. I'm like, Like she planned it. It's so cool. (laughs) I was like, that's pretty dope. Mm -hmm. So I really like the horns in that song, but uh, lady vagabond kind of blew me away. I really enjoyed that song. I love the piano strikes, the yeah. sharp strikes in that one. Uh, Ready, yeah. said go. I'm totally in agreement with you. It, I liked it because it was a little bit funkier. Mm-hmm. And um, that was the first mention of her ghost, and it called back to Mother Road. So at that point, you know, I'm like calling back to the Mother Road. I'm like, okay, we're connected here. This is cool. Yeah. Um, little Hitchhiker, I loved. Um, I really thought that was one of her best vocal performances on the mm-hmm. record. It was really good. Yeah. And um, yeah, Lady Vagabond, the Old West thing got me immediately. I thought yeah. that was super cool. There's only one place. Um, I think it was Futureland. It almost <laughs> made me feel like the piano was the hi-hat hitting the eighth notes. It was just like, boom, 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 boom. And it was like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is overkill. Um, I didn't care for that one. That was the only one I would have pulled off, and I think we'd have had a sweet. Well, we did anyway, but been yeah. a nearly perfect record. Yeah, so yeah. Pulled that one off of there. So I really like. I mean, this is it's almost like a concept record, mm-hmm. concept album without being a concept album. Mm-hmm. There, yeah, like, all the elements are there. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's a yeah album of growth, I think, and um, it grew on me. Yeah, I really dug it a lot. I, I mean, yeah. I've always kind of enjoyed her, but I just kind of fell off for a while, and I'm I'm happy to be back because I really like this record. So. All right, so I think we both like the open and closer. Mm-hmm. Would you? Uh, what would you rank it? I'd probably go three seven five out of five. All right, I would probably go easily a four okay. out of five. I dug yeah. this a lot. I really was impressed. I felt like this was a, not a, not just like taking the music, but I felt like it was a raw, very emotional, mm-hmm. like impactful record. Yep. Um, and I think that goes along. I think you just, sometimes when you hear records, you can do, it just oozes with it. And I felt this like this one kind of oozed with, with all of that. So 
Well, I'm glad that you liked it because I wasn't sure which way that would go. So <laughs> I, I didn't, I like, I, I have heard so much of her stuff for so long. I'm like, you said you'd never really heard her at all. And mm-hmm. I was like, how, how is that possible? <laughs> it happens. All it, the time. it does. That brings us to filter, which I'm sure we were both aware of and dug in the mid nineties. Um, oh yeah. And they were at their Uber high popularity. I Richard saw them Patrick once. Who were I they? I saw with? them. Uh, it was like a family values tour. So it was a bunch okay. of bands. Yeah. Um, their record is called the algorithm. So what do you think? Um, overall, I, I dug it. Um, listening through track by track kind of in and out a little bit there's a lot of songs that i loved certain elements of but maybe didn't love the whole song um but uh i think richard kind of is taking maybe taking some chances here uh he's definitely doing a lot of different things with his voice uh, a lot of different, you know, effects and processing and, a, you know, a bit of regular singing and yelling like, you know, Richard Patrick does. But, uh, yeah, uh, it, it's not terrible, I don't think, by any means. But, uh, you know, I've got some notes on some songs and I definitely had a couple of favorites. So that's where I'm at. All right. I, I felt like this feels sort of derivative and uninspired. Okay. Um, you know, you start off with the, the first thing uh, when I started listening to The Drowning, I thought it was going to break into Alice in Chains. It sounded like that opening to one. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what? Um, and, then it, and then it sounds okay. There's nothing wrong with it. But then it follows that pattern. We got the yell and then mm-hmm. the kicks in. And I felt like the electronics didn't feel fresh. It felt like we're just going back to the 90s and that's probably an unfair assessment on my part because rock bands do that all the time but when you're using electronics it seems like you want to branch out maybe and do something different yeah um i didn't feel like any song blew me away musically the best for me was up against the wall i think musically that was the best song um and there were two songs i might tell you which ones i hated <laughs> okay. Because they don't hate songs, but man, these were rough for me. Uh up against the wall, I I would agree. I I mean, that was not one of my favorites. I really like it. Uh that that bass in mm-hmm. that song, like the tone and the you know, man, just fat and thick and pretty. And they put and, it up against those symbols. And so yes. you got that and then that high little oh, that was nice. I mean, that was yeah. really cool. The drums in that song I mm-hmm. really liked as well. Some cool grooves in that one. Um, I think the for the beaten, that was a single they'd put out a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So we've had that song for a while. Um, I think that one comes in pretty dirty and hard. Uh, the chorus is good. It's you know, it's an okay song. Obliteration was a, that was the recent single. Mm-hmm. Eh, it, it's just kind of man. It's kind. It's very radio friendly. I think that it's a very radio song, but it's not amazing. Uh, Say it again. That was one of my favorites. Uh, it comes in with like this really sick. It just sounds like an old school metal riff, mm-hmm. 
and I I love that the bass tone was pretty sick. Uh, there's a really sweet solo towards the end of that song. That was one of my favorites. Face down, um, you know, kind of a solid rocker. Nothing special. Again, sounds like another radio single. Uh, th- what is it? Threshing the threshing, threshing floor. floor. Mm-hmm. That was another one of my favorites. Some monster riffs there. Uh, I really like the vocal melody and the chorus on that one. Big fat drums. Really like that song. And be careful what you wish for. Uh, it's very cool. Uh, it, it that one specifically sounded like uh, like if you think of industrial music, like this song is fits that perfectly and this this one i could see you know maybe kind of a throwback to the 90s filter kind of stuff i which i didn't hate but wasn't mm-hmm. you know earth shattering yeah i um the last two songs on the record i did not like at all the closer <laughs> i said i absolute hated stinker they were god they were bad yeah. Um, so I set up against the wall as my favorite musically. My favorite overall song was Threshing Floor. Yeah. Um, and then, so f- the ones you talked about are the ones that I, for the beaten, Obliteration, yep. Face Down, they're all catchy mm-hmm. chorus things. What I would say about them, and this is my problem with it, is they're nice. They feel safe. Yeah. They yes. feel like they're, like you said, radio friendly, in the mm-hmm. pocket there. I just, I, I guess I was hoping that he was going to explore some new territory and really go out there and I was going to feel something. And I just felt like they were, those would just went through the motions and they were just nice songs. Yeah, I agree. Um, I hate that. Cause I was kind of excited for some of these. Yeah. Um, and I, the vocal performances on burnout, the sun and command Z were for me just awful. They did not work at all. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I definitely have a soft spot for Richard Patrick, um, Mm -hmm. but he, he is not the best singer singer, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So like on command Z, I'm like, "Mm, Oh buddy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like if ever there was a song screaming for a processed vocal, (laughs) (laughs) yes. So, you know, whatever it is, what it is. And he shot his shot. So, you know, good for (laughs) him. Hey man, nice shot. It was funny though. Cause I saw the name of that song and I'm like, command z i'm like damn man i swear stabbing westward has a song with the same mm-hmm. title they don't there's a stabbing westward song called control z ah. <laughs> so which is kind of about like control z can't reset your life or something like that you know you can't just reset yeah. your life with the control z so gotcha i like that i like better. that song a lot better <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, and the weird thing is like the, the drowning, as far as the song goes, that's probably a good album starter other than I thought I was starting an Alice in Chains record, but yeah, um, it, it's a good album opener, but whew, closer, you lost me. Yeah. Um, Did yeah, not finish I, strong. <laughs> no, I just, I guess I had higher hopes and that's one thing too. Like if this had been my first time ever listening to filter, I might've felt a little different, mm-hmm. but maybe I, unintentionally held it against them <laughs> so you know don't trust yeah. me yeah you may love this 
unfortunately, I think, you know, with bands like this that have been around for 20 plus years, this is, uh, well, next year, I think will be 30 years for them. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's just, you want to, you want to love everything they do, but unfortunately, <laughs> doesn't always work out that way. So I, I looked up some reviews because I'm like, gosh, is, is it me? Like, is there a problem with this? And the <laughs> reviews are glowing. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I was like, man, maybe I just missed something here. So I'm glad you kind of felt similarly. Um, there's just nothing that's bad here. It's just, I think Tony's got a, uh, a quote on his signature on his email or something about art that the response you want is wow. Yeah. You know, not it's nice. Um, yes. And I didn't get a wow out of anything yeah. on this. So, yeah. Um, for I me, think there, there were oh. some wow elements in some songs, but yeah, other than a couple of songs they're you know, it kind of ebbed and flowed quite a bit. Yeah. So I'm going to score it. And I'm going to probably go with a two out of five. It's okay. nice. <laughs> so. um, I, would, I would probably do... Uh, I'd probably go a 3.25, three and a quarter. Um, I think it, it is better that, like I said, three is usually my middle of the road. You know, you've got one through five threes right in the middle. I think this is a little bit better than that, but not by much, yeah. unfortunately. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Um, I don't know what our next review is. I know we have Corey out in two weeks. Um, okay. I'm not sure what's out this week, so we might have to surprise you with a on-the-spur-of-the-moment review. We'll look that we'll figure up. something out. <laughs> Bo, we go. say that a lot, but we, we usually do. figure it out. <laughs> so, and I've got um, on the ninth Pearl Jam, and on the tenth, no, the ninth is Smashing Pumpkins. Tenth is Pearl Jam. All so right. I'm going to be going night to <laughs> back to back nights at uh, Ruoff. Nice. So that will be fun. Anything else before we hang it up tonight, Mister Mundy? Uh, I went to a show. Tuesday. Oh, yes, you ago. did. How was that? I did. Uh, hold on a second. I'll be right back. Uh oh, he's got something for us. Now, we have a Facebook user, um, Sod, is uh, what she goes by. And she <laughs> says that we could just do the top 10 Bob Dylan songs <laughs> on our next uh, show. So we will put uh, that in our hats and consider it. Does that mean I don't have to be here? Because I'll have a blank list anyway. <laughs> oh, here, come, here comes the hateful comment. I'm here kidding. Comes. Here I'm comes. Kidding. Here comes. I'm kidding. Do you have something to show us from the concert? I do. So we went to the Schrott Center for Performing Arts, I think it's called. It's the full title. On uh, the Butler campus. It's right next door to uh, Clues Hall. And uh, we went and saw the Red Hot Chili Pipers. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this logo, though. This logo is badass. I love it. It's like, you, I can't believe you didn't buy a kilt. They didn't have any. 
Oh man, that's a bummer. Did anybody wear so, kilts on stage? Oh, they were all. It was uniform. Okay. It was a black shirt with like a little logo, and they had like a big lion, Scottish lion, on the back. Uh, black and red, head to toe. Black shirt with the red lion. Uh, black kilt, and the pleats in the kilt uh, were red. And they had the the socks. The high socks were red with black tassels and black shoes. They were all red and black. What was your, what was your favorite song? Um, uh, that's that's a tough one. I don't. It was interesting because they did like they played. They have a few originals, so they have like so it's three pipers, and then they have a full band. Uh, bass, drums, guitar, and keyboards. And they have a singer that kind of comes in and out. They were better when they did not have the singer on there. (laughs) Not good, huh? He was good. He was great. He was a very talented singer. Mm -hmm. But I feel like he was in the wrong band because he was trying to be like a super R&B singer, a lot of runs, and I'm like, dude, you're in the wrong band. (laughs) So... Um, they had some originals. They played a couple of traditional stuff, which is more like traditional bagpipe songs with, you know, they filled it out with the rock stuff. And then they would like come in and out of covers. They played like ACDC. They played the killers. They played. What did they play from ACDC? Uh, I mean, there's an ACDC song with bagpipes in it. Which one? Really? I'd have to. I mean, once you say it, I'll be like, oh, yeah, but. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. <laughs> um, but so yeah, the- it, it, it was fun. It was entertaining. It's a little cheesy. And this, uh, I, I, my wife and I came to the agreement that one, it was a cool night out because we got both tickets for less than 50 bucks. So there's, that. <laughs> that's a win. Uh, the theater is really cool, really cool. Little theater, great sound. Definitely would see a show there again, but they are kind of like uh, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Mm. Sounds amazing. Super talented musicians. You've seen it once. We don't need to see it again. <laughs> so They should be on every Christmas thing like the Trans-Siberian yeah. Orchestra is. You know, the lights flashing on the house. We need to have bagpipes. Yeah. That would be super so. cool. They are from Scotland, like legit. They're from Scotland. So did the singer cool. have a heavy accent? Uh, not when he was singing, but yeah, like I mean, several of them spoke, and they, yeah, they all have the, you know, Scottish accent. And I bought my shirt from a Scotsman who is like seven feet tall and gorgeous, and I'm like, thanks, dude. And Lacey <laughs> was like, oh my god, you know. <laughs> But between that and Vikings, you're in trouble. Yeah, I know. I, I still I say all the time, I don't know how I don't have a kilt. Yet. I know. I that's why I asked if you bought I thought maybe they would sell them there. No, no, they weren't selling kilts. And their shirts were cheap, so I got one. <laughs> that's awesome. How was the venue? It's gorgeous, beautiful theater, and it's small, it's not yeah. big at all. So all right. 
Well, that's going to wrap up the show for this week. Um, Mr. Mundy, nobody's going to try to find either one of us, but where would they find you if they wanted to? <laughs> uh, just my handle on the show. Go to Instagram, type that in, Metalhead Mundy. And that's it. I'm there. Yes, he has a handle, everybody. And you can find me, Foggy's Pal, on the platform formerly known as Twitter. And uh, you can find me on Instagram, Foggy's Pal. We have one last comment before we go. Oh, gosh, here we go. I should have known. On a real note, I think you guys should review Love It If We Made It by the 1975. Is that an album or a song? Song. I can do a song. All right. Challenge. I don't accepted. like them very much. Don't say that. You'll be on the list again. Dang it, Monday, you were almost off, and now you're back on. Mm-hmm. I can't catch a break. So, all right. I don't. Lacey wanted to check them out one night, and I was like, okay. So we started watching some videos, and we were both kind of like, meh. Uh-oh. We're going to get off quickly before she starts blowing us up with more stuff. <laughs> all right. You can find Wanderings and Wool Gathering on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, formerly. No, Stitcher's gone, right? Yes. Castbox and SoundCloud. And you can find album, movie, TV, and comics reviews at wanderingsandwoolgathering.com. And we will be back next time, 156, with something. Something big. I can feel it in the air tonight. But it won't be that. We'll figure it out. We always do. We do. All right. Later, everybody.